You're listening to a fresh new podcast on healing, spiritual development, nutrition, energy work, and sometimes aliens. From the owner of the celebrity acclaimed Raw Republic Juice Bar and Wellness Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, Sheena Manina. Yes, that's her real name. This is Raw Talk with Sheena. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Raw Talk with Sheena. I have a guest that you have heard before, and I'm so excited that she's back. It's Laura Powers. Yay, hi. Laura. <laughs> Laura is visiting us again at Raw Republic, so this week has been an amazing week for having wonderful visitors and wonderful guests on the podcast. And so, um, so Laura, we haven't connected in about six months. So much has happened. Less than that. It's oh my gosh, January, you're right. But it feels like six. I mean, you're totally right. It's been three, about three months, but it feels it's like been three months. <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah, we because we just did an interview for my podcast, uh, Healing Powers podcast, and we were yes. just saying how fast things are passing and how much is happening. Isn't that amazing? Yes. I feel the same on my end. Well, for you, though, you have been in the intuitive psychic realm, mediumship mm-hmm. realm for so long. Yeah. So I'm wondering if. And, and for me, a lot of these, like, in taking inspired action, living from a place of joy, for me, really to authentically say that I've been participating in that, that's been very recent for me. But for you, because this is your work, I'm wondering, has time always kind of moved like this for you since embarking on this path? You know, I'd say that for me, time has always felt like it's moved quickly, but even so, it feels like it's in hyperdrive. Like, I, I seriously, like look at three months ago and think, oh my gosh, that could have been a year ago in terms of how much has transpired both energetically and as well as just like physical activity and things that have happened. Yeah. So I think this is part of this uh, quantum physics things that literally it's time is moving faster and change is happening faster because you look at the rate of change in history with technology I mean, things happen so much more quickly. If you think about it, it used to have to, you know, send a boat across the ocean with a message, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> now we send a little text message and it's like, bam. <laughs> so true. Another aspect of this, though, that I think is interesting is that living in the present moment slows mm-hmm. things down. Yeah, I think it is so important to be in the present and it's easy to get caught up in this. Mm -hmm. And so it's funny because I do a lot of things. That said, I have found that increasingly as I become kind of quote more productive in the way that a lot of people measure things, I need more time to meditate, to be still. So Mm -hmm. I actually will sometimes, sometimes I'll meditate or do yoga or something like one to two hours a day. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when I'm not doing that, I'm very, I guess, effective. (laughs) Yes. Something that I've been talking about a lot on this podcast and something that that I've been connected with a lot personally has been this aspect of needing to be Mm-hmm. in a state of being, yeah. receiving and recuperating and restoring in order to take action in a way that is in a true alignment. Yeah, that is so important. And it is really important to follow whatever you're feeling. And, and it's funny because I was going through this phase like this last year where I was doing um, a lot of that kind of introspective time and my head wanted things to move faster And in retrospect, I think I was healing and releasing and doing some purging and prepping for a lot of the things that are starting to happen now. 
And so don't fight it. Like your body knows what you need. Yes. And if you feel like you need rest, then you need rest mm-hmm. and just do that. <laughs> well, I think for many people, what happens is there isn't a basis of trust and faith mm-hmm. that you are supported and taken care of by the universe. Oh, you're so right. So without that, there's a, there's a lot of fight and there's a lot of force in that if I don't do it, it won't get done. If I don't do it, everything will fall apart and things will fail. In actuality, there's so much support that the universe wants to match with you, but if you are not, again, we, we were actually just talking about this on your on Healing Power yeah. podcast. You guys, that was a really good conversation, and I'll make a link to it actually okay, in the show notes of this one. But um, but yes, if you are if you are not taking care of yourself and, and being in that introspective, what do I need? What am I happy? Am I inspired space? Your frequency is lower. And so the things that you're trying to accomplish may be of a higher frequency that you're not going to attain at that lower vibrational frequency and resonance. So especially with you, it's such an interesting conversation because you are traveling constantly. (laughs) So what are some of the things that you would say are important or have been important for you to continually just kind of fine tune and connect with where you're resonating? Yeah, well, I think this taking time for yourself wherever you are and taking care of your body has become really important for me. So I you know, even though I travel and it seems like it'd be challenging, but I have to take care of what my body needs. And so I I have to plan meals and find out places that are going to support what my body needs. So I can't eat out of a vending machine or, you know, like I will, I will have to plan to eat before I go to the conference and then bring snacks with me. I'll go Mm -hmm. to Whole Foods or, you know, find a place where I can find things that are going to feed me. Mm -hmm. And so for a while that was, I perceived that as challenging. And then it was like, no, this is actually forcing me to prioritize myself. So that's one thing that I do. And then on, on the one we just recorded for, for my show, I was talking about, uh, one of the other things is taking care of my body in terms of yoga and like I just do yoga wherever I am mm-hmm. you know that I don't need to go to a studio and that said yoga is amazing and I highly recommend when you start going because I've taken a lot of classes mm-hmm. and so now I know how to do the poses correctly and everything right and so I don't necessarily need to continue that unless I'm going to a lot more advanced poses where I would then need more guidance again. Um, But to just practice it, um, I I can just do it wherever I am. So I think that when we trust that the universe can provide it for us where we are, it's amazing how those solutions will present themselves, even when it seems like there's an obstacle. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I think when you have these tools in your toolbox, like... Your, the yoga app that you're talking about and like once you've dabbled in things that and you have to you know again we're, we're going back to the the conversation about trust if you are if you resonate with myself or with you and you're listening then you know our message is is somewhat for you and and so the suggestions that we're making are safe to try and and I found that in many of the conversations that I've listened to of people that you know I trust or have that that sense of resonance with and so they've made suggestions that you know I'll make now which are things to check in with like yoga 
meditation, essential oils, organic food, things like that. Like when you're checking in with these things and I'm, I'm saying, or you're saying these are high vibrational tools, then you have to, at some point, separate from what everyone else is saying to do, having access to a lot of these possibilities and then return to a place of being inspired to use them at certain times and step away at other times and let things just flow. Totally, totally. Because don't you find that, you you know, I I know that you like essential oils too. Yeah, Like they Sometimes you want them all over your body. You want to be covered in them, breathing them, you know, like (laughs) taking a bath with them. And then sometimes it's not a big deal. And it's almost like those things are calling to you at certain times when you need them. You need to raise your vibration. Yeah, and and that can change over time. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm sure we've everyone listening has had this experience where something just really fit and was so healing and nourishing and then all of a sudden it shifted and if you hold on to it past that point then you're not doing yourself any favors and also you're not making room for whatever is the thing for you now next what does an example come to mind when you are oh my gosh i'm i will i i've been going through a lot of uh, changes in terms of my social circle Uh and and um situations with people where you know, they were in my life for a period of time. And sometimes it's hard to let go, especially when you've had a long-term connection or relationship Mm -hmm. with someone. And by the way, letting, letting go doesn't necessarily mean like they're out of your life permanently or something, but it can mean letting go of a certain dynamic or way to connect with each other. Mm -hmm. And I've just had that confirmed over and over again, that when I let go, uh, when there's not like a really strong alignment that someone else will pop in, you know, and it's, so great because mm-hmm. um, this is good for both sides because if it's not an alignment for you it's also not an alignment for them mm-hmm. and really we, I think we want the best for everybody right? right so when we can honor that it's not a, a fit a hundred percent then that everything goes so much better although of course it's always that one person is getting the message before the other usually that's true. That's, I mean, it's true. It's, but that said, then there's a lesson in it for them that they yes. are to let go of those who are fully accepting or, or aligning with them as well. So yeah, it's always like perfect in one way or the other, even if we don't perceive it that way. <laughs> it is. And we've, I've talked about this quite often on the podcast as well, that, you know, it's especially as women, we want people to feel comfortable and nourished and taken care of. And so you know, being in that situation where you're kind of getting a message that this isn't working as is and the relationship needs to shift, someone is going to feel uncomfortable at first. Like when you change something, it changes often uncomfortable. And so, but being in a knowing that that inner voice is so important and it's important because that is your guidance system for this entire life. And if you're not listening to it, it's not able to guide you. Right. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And you know, the the we're getting messages from the universe all the time, and I think the the most problems that we have are when we're not paying attention. And for women in particular, we've gotten so many messages about being nice or considering other people's feelings. Um, and especially if you're an empath and you're listening, you're so used to just automatically mm-hmm. programming what you want for what makes other people feel good uh-huh. that it can be very challenging to check in for yourself mm-hmm. and really think about what you want and what makes you feel good because other people's feelings are so wrapped up in that. But when you can learn to separate, it's just such a beautiful thing. Um, 
and I've been learning a lot lately. I just am feeling the need to share this about covert contracts. Have you heard of this? I've never heard or of this. covert agreements. It is fascinating. So it can manifest on for either men or women, but basically it's this idea that if I do X, Y will happen. Okay. Um, and so these are like un, unspoken sort of contracts or agreements that we think we have with people. I say think because you know, they're unspoken. So often there's problems there. So uh, for men, it may be like, they will be the, you know, the friend that is, you know, maybe in the friend zone. And if they're really nice, then maybe eventually she's going to fall in love with me. Okay. Um, or for women, it, um, and by the way, this can go for either gender. I'm just giving examples here for some women. It could be if I give of myself and help everybody out, then they'll help me when I need it okay. or they'll love me. So it's just, and it's just something that you've rationalized in your brain for the actions that you're taking, taking, even though you may not be inspired to take them. You're just doing it for the purpose of... Well, and it may be unconscious. That's the, the okay. most horrible part. Like okay. that a lot of people, they, they I'm talking about this with in terms of relationships because uh -huh. this causes misalignment when like for me, I'm um, really wanting to be direct and very, you know, mutually supportive, but... Um, I think sometimes when you're an empath, if you feel like someone wants something from you, but it's unstated and it start you start to feel this tug uh -huh. and it feels uncomfortable, mm -hmm. right? And it, it feels off, uh -huh. but it can be very hard when you're, because it's not stated. And so that, that's what I started to recognize. That's what I've been releasing is if when there's someone who, um, has an unstated something that they want from me. Mm -hmm. And it's it's not direct, and it you know do you know what I mean? Like I it do. feels difficult and yes. like stressful because it's based it's, on assumptions and uncertainty. Yeah, and in many ways it's it's not honest mm -hmm. because someone is as you know wanting something from you, but they're not that expressing other person it. Maybe very unaware as well. Yes, it often is. So I'm, I'm saying to have forgiveness and compassion about it, but um, there's a book that's about this called. No more Mr. Nice Guy. You'll <laughs> learn more about it. I'm going to interview the author of my podcast. But, but to, I think it's good for us to all of us be checking in on like what are our motivations and and what are someone else's motivations. If it feels like there's something there to either bring it up or maybe it's it's just a sign of not being aligned. Mm -hmm. Something that helps with this because oftentimes traveling by yourself mm -hmm. can really reconnect you to because. When you're not in the same place and the same um, position every single day with your routine, you have to ask yourself, what do I want to do? So in traveling, sometimes you can become realigned with, with your inner voice. And when you come back to that place where everyone else, you know, expected certain things and, you know, things went a certain way normally and you acted a certain way in this relationship, yes, that, that yes. relationship there's a, a, a big sign of awareness of, okay, um, wow, I'm seeing that maybe I didn't make the choice for this to be this way. And it just kind it of, it just kind of happened. It right. Sort of. And so, so it's right. really important as the individual to recognize that and to act again in accordance with what is your highest alignment you're so right and that you know this is probably something people listening have experienced that if you move away and then you come back and you kind of just get with your 
your group, but that you've changed a lot, mm -hmm. you know? And one of the things that traveling regularly does is it you shift faster. I really think that you do because mm -hmm. you're constantly, um, whatever you're attracting in that moment, it doesn't have to do with your group that was there before. It's just whatever you're drawing to you mm -hmm. quickly at that time. That's so interesting. So I do find that, that I think part of this... Um, traveling thing has helped me to shift quickly yes. and not get stuck with just whatever was there, which is really interesting. And mm -hmm. I still, when I go back to, you know, my family and, you know, people that I'm familiar with in my home state, I love it. But I think there is something about that, that just when you're on your own and you're just in that moment. Conscious choices, mm -hmm. you know, like if you live with your mom for 50 years of your life <laughs> there's just something that happens with humans that it is relating to routine and things like that routine you know con of two individuals combined yeah and it's just something that is it's just there's just not a lot of awareness around it and so coming back into uh, a relationship or a situation after being realigned with yourself always does provide that information because you know like these messages that I'm sure you're so familiar with um, are, are screaming you know mm -hmm. like this is this isn't what you want to do right now you know even though this person is expecting this this isn't what you want to do and you can yeah. oftentimes like very clearly see that after you've been aligned with yourself and for me oftentimes it's it's a body reaction I'll feel like inflamed or um, yeah I'll get a headache or I'll just feel like I want to be doing something else and I don't want to hurt someone's feelings and say like, well, you know, so, so it's, it's my responsibility to just continually check in with me because you'll get the message before you even show up. Like yeah. you'll get the message that you don't want to go to that party or you don't want to be with this person or you don't really want to go on that date or whatever, yeah. but like you want to make that person feel okay about it. So you'll just do it regardless. Yeah, that's exactly the kind of thing where I think when you honor that something is feeling off, that it just allows for healing for you and the other person. Because if you do something which doesn't feel good um, or, or not aligned with you, you're also telling that person that behavior is acceptable. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's sending a sort of false positive to them mm -hmm. as well mm -hmm. it'd be like rewarding a child for bad behavior right you know right you don't want to do that unless yeah. you want it repeated <laughs> right and, this, and that person may not be doing anything wrong mm -hmm. but they are getting the message that you want to hang out with them and so this i think that the act right you're right like, it's not that they're bad yeah. or doing something wrong but it's still not working for yeah. you it's like the guy you showed up for the date and the guy thinks that you like him mm -hmm. but you were getting the message the whole time like i don't want to be with this person yeah. this is not someone <laughs> i see a future with but you show up anyway because you don't want to make them feel bad when they just they then spent a hundred dollars on your dinner <laughs> and flowers thinking that you like them yeah and you really you knew from the beginning that it wasn't what you wanted to do that night i think that we do a lot out of fear and an obligation and um and again, knowing that you are protected and and supported by the universe in what you want can give you a lot of ambition and a lot of energy in doing what is completely aligned with you, despite what society says you should be doing. You're 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 right, and this whole thing of 
doing something because you're supposed to or because you don't want to hurt someone else's feelings. Like all this, in the end, the more that we all just do what feels right, then a lot of that stuff just clicks and goes a lot better anyway. <laughs> so as a psychic, yeah, what are you getting is the the transition of the world that's supporting this because I feel like it must be because I think that more and more people are beginning to live this way I think so too people are starting to I think just be more honest with themselves and what they want and um, if you've heard of the Schumann index it's just this the the resonance of the planet has been like spiking like really fast and what's happening as a result of that is the vibration of the planet is going up which is amazing but the sort of counter side of that which can feel challenging is that anything that's not aligned with that new vibration is being pointed out so if you're there's things popping up that you're like whoa that all of a sudden something that seemed fine for years all of a sudden is not mm -hmm. it's it's being pointed out so that you can release and shift and then be in that new higher energy more easily and this could be any number of things it could be a belief pattern that you've had and a behavior you know or relationship belongings you know anything's on the table anything that's just not aligned with the who you are now or, or on your way to be mm -hmm. gosh we go back to you traveling so much in the <laughs> podcast but you traveling yeah really requires that you take inventory of every single thing that you just listed your yeah. belongings your relationship your yeah. belief systems you have to take inventory of, of what that message system is for you constantly and so i'm sure that you gain so much information from from doing that and you you listen to it because when you have to release you release there you left a purse here last time i know like you know, logically, most people would be like, okay, that person's in perfect condition. There's no reason for someone. But you knew. Like, yeah. you knew. It's time to release. Yeah, well, when you travel, and as I do, which is I go from place to place, and I would go from, like, you know, Miami to Boston to Colorado, you know, different, all different weathers from each other, and there's only so much room, and I've learned to release and just to the universe. And, and when I do... It something always comes in. That's what I need, or I've I've gotten what I need, and then I can just release what is no longer serving. Yes. And when we hold on too long, mm -hmm. that's when it stops the flow. Yes. And I think about that a lot because we, you know, so when I first graduated from college, my first job was I actually worked on costumes at an um, American university in Cairo, in Egypt, and. Yes. Cool. Uh, yeah, it's a, it was an unusual job, and I was struck so right out of college of how, in, re in comparison to Americans, how a lot of the Egyptian people felt so happy. And by the way, keep in mind I'm an empath. And these, a lot of these folks are really poor guys. Yeah. I mean, we're talking people with no shoes, pretty common thing, kids begging in the street for food. Um, and, and I you know, hope and wish the best for people in those circumstances, but it still struck me how, as by comparison, most Americans were really unhappy. And that seems so contrary. Right. And so I'm bringing this up because I feel like Americans are so focused on stuff. And like we're trying to have the stuff to make ourselves happy. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't work that way. It doesn't. I mean, and I, I heard someone talking about this, um, saying that, you know, what tends to happen is people, they work on getting the stuff. Mm -hmm. And then they get the better stuff. 
Mm-hmm. And then they get different stuff. <laughs> and then they change to focusing on experiences. Mm-hmm. And I thought that is so true because you eventually realize that the stuff doesn't do it for you. Right. And then you focus on building a life that you enjoy. Yes. And then that does it for you. Yes. And so that's what I've been basically doing. Is, and it's a, it's a hard process. I'm not going to say that it's easy mm-hmm. because um, just as you collect things, they can actually in a way kind of have an attachment to you. And it's mm-hmm. like almost feels like physically painful sometimes to really say, but the more you do it, the easier it becomes. Absolutely. And I don't have to own everything to have nice, things or experiences in my life like we're changing from a time I think of ownership to experience so for example like you look at this with almost any medium you don't need to own all of your music Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you just have a streaming service or whatever, and then yes. you, you don't need to own physical books of everything. You don't, you know, you don't need to own a home. You can do Airbnb. As examples, yes. um, that this has changed, and and what it has allowed us is more freedom. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is such a good <laughs> message. Are you finding a correlation with this in your readings? Has there been any um, sort of commonplace of experience with this in your readings recently or something else that you are feeling that you should note? I just, that, yeah, that we are people here having this physical experience and the importance of enjoying the moment and being present and just living life for all it has to offer and not being on this kind of treadmill, like just kind of the grind, mm-hmm. you know? And by the way, that whatever life has to offer and what you want is different for every person. So there's, there's not a judgmental aspect here. But if something isn't feeding you, if you're not enjoying that what you're doing, just know that you can change it and mm-hmm. do the things that make your heart feel alive, you know? I mean, and by the way, being a psychic is not like a very traditional job, you know? Right. But I've made it work and I have a lifestyle that I think a lot of people would really like. If, if and, and you don't have to be psychic to do, but just my point is like, whatever you do, you can find a way to do it in the way that works for you. Yes, there are infinite possibilities. Mm-hmm. Always, always. Yeah. You can create exactly what you want. You just have to trust, yes. again, that you'll be supported in doing so. And, yeah. and I know that the universe wants happy people and because happy people shift the world they shift Mm -hmm. the world by shifting themselves first um and then by example for other people and sometimes it doesn't look like that person is shifting you or that person is loving you through your shift but what's happening is that they are marrying something for you that when you see it and you shift it you become happier yes and that's really important so it's important to to be in that resonance with the those conversations that internal message system yeah um so as again especially for empaths because i'm feeling like there's a lot of empaths listening right now that you know when you feel badly for someone else and this could be with politics or with someone who's struggling you know maybe is poor or you know hungry or whatever uh, animals i see this a lot with animals people like feeling so much um pain for animals the pain that animals in in going through and that by doing that you are you are bringing the energy of the earth down instead of lifting it up Mm -hmm. and so um, not to beat yourself up over that i think it's a very human response but i think your point is very valid that 
when we can have neutrality and first of all know that when people are going through or animals you know are people too in a way but when when beings are going through what they're going through there's always a reason meaning there's a karmic lesson or there's something you know growth wise that they need that from that beneficial in some way. Yeah, or it wouldn't be happening. And I know that can be challenging to understand, but we don't have the whole picture. Um, so when we can release that and not feel like we need to fix everything and we can focus on doing what we can and what feels right for us. And also um, a wonderful thing to do is always just send a prayer or you know send light or whatever to those that are mm -hmm. struggling, um, but not feel like you have to go there with them. Yes. <laughs> so uh, my dogs are my children. <laughs> Literally. They I think are that's the case for a lot of people. Yeah. And one of my dogs just passed away a couple oh, of weeks ago. I didn't know that. And so I know that you're saying that for me because my, the dog that's left, um, he, uh, I mean, again, is like my baby boy. Yeah. And he is heartbroken. Mm, I know. Yeah. Like, you know, when I told him telepathically that what happened and that, you know, she passed away, he melted, collapsed, and and wasn't, I mean, he wasn't moving Aww. for a very long period of time. And it took the life out of me, you know, to feel that with yeah, him. Yeah, and, um, and I'm finding, you know, as the weeks pass and, and things like that, um, I... I'm okay and I'm moving forward and things like that, but I see him and I immediately feel sad in the, in a lot of ways. Like if we go to the park where they were playing together mm -hmm. all the time, or if like I see him sniffing around, I'm like, oh my god, he's looking for her. He misses her, and I get so sad, and I can see that it definitely brings down his energy. Yeah. So if you stay positive, you'll help help him shift up absolutely yeah I mean, it's so hard it's so hard to see like yeah i mean i god i feel like i'm more empathetic towards him than humans even though the response is different it's just pure well i think there's yeah animals. they're just so forward with it like there's no pretense with animals they just right. are in whatever they're in you know yes. they're not trying to hide it <laughs> yeah authentic completely well, I'll share a couple things. One is they show me little puppies. I don't know if you've ever considered getting another animal, oh, but God. I know, but they, that is shown to me. Um, and the other thing is I know an amazing pet psychic. If really, she's incredible. She would probably come on your show if you wanted to talk oh, with awesome. her, but, um, you know, that she might be able to give you some tips. So just, just like people need help sometimes yes. animals do too. And so that's one thing. Another thing to do is instead of channeling your energy into this, like, Oh, heavy, like, channeling into action you know this yes. is going to the, the the previous podcast we recorded but channeling your energy into something that um helps the situation instead of like you know mm -hmm. staying in that vibration yes. and to to do that again i feel like i i'm a very fast moving person so um I didn't feel this this type of mourning when my dad passed away, but I think it's because I had such an energetic connection with him yeah. so so quickly afterward. Right. Um, it was a completely different experience for me. So having this with my dog has been um, it's just been it's been such a lesson and exactly what you're saying for me to move forward through this because this has been this has been a big thing for me in my life. I have to continuously 
ask myself what would bring me joy in this moment what would bring me inspiration you know i have to i have to do that otherwise my instinct for some reason is to be remorseful and sad and and all those things and i wonder why that is our i think that's societal and i think um, especially as women too and I mean, by the way, if you're feeling something, I'm not saying to ignore it or shove it down. You have to feel it. You have to feel it, mm-hmm. but um, at the same time, um, not to dwell on it, especially if you're feeling something that's not yours. I think that's the key. Is like, wait, how is this helpful? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and recognize it and release. Yeah. And this is it's, it's. I mean, release seems to be a big theme of this, you know, episode, which is releasing yes. that which does not serve you, yes. including other people's pain. Yes. You know, if you feel the pain someone else is, it, it does not lessen their pain. Yes. You know, <laughs> they still feel it. Yes. You are only brought down. <laughs> right. And and I think the difference, like, for example, four days, three three to four days after she passed away, I would I would cry unprompted. Yeah. And it was it was a big, you know, it was like I was leaking energy. It was, it was definite, and it was real, it was pure, it was mourning and grief. And that needed to happen yeah and there's a difference between that and then looking at curtis who's my my pitbull son who's left and feeling what he could potentially be feeling there's a difference it's almost like it's a choice yeah you know yeah but like you're saying you know there's just kind of something in the air in the society or whatever i guess that like brings us into that place maybe us thinking that we're helping or whatever and so this is a really good thank you for sharing this message because this is a really good reminder to um that it's okay to move past that point yeah and i think this has applications personally obviously with anyone that you've lost or with if there's a loved one you have that's going through something challenging but also in the world i mean there's a lot of big growing happening in the world which can be experienced as challenge and you know frustration and struggle mm-hmm. and so we on that same like larger level just need to remember that by us getting wrapped up into whether it's you know war-torn places or um you know political challenges that sometimes it's not helpful to get overly emotionally involved. Now, there are times that we are called to step forward and do something, and I think it's crucial to try to determine Mm -hmm. which one Mm -hmm. of those it is. Is it our time to step forward, or is it our time that it's not our battle? Um, But if it's not your battle and you are getting pulled into it emotionally, then that's not helpful. And again, if you just channel that energy into something that is helpful, if you're feeling that, make a donation. Mm-hmm. You know, um, hire somebody that's going to help with. You know, mm-hmm. channel into something that is going to make a difference versus just being in that kind of pain sadness. and sadness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that message is so big. I feel like that's encapsulated almost everything that that people and and that's what I was thinking about when I was having you come on this podcast was I was thinking you know how can um we use your talents to provide information that can really attest to where we are as as a society as a civilization as a race right now to help us in this elevation process which requires so much cleansing and clearing and 
without us even really intending to do that, I mm-hmm. think that we just did yeah. through that message. I think so too. And that as as we all elevate our vibration and our energy and our thoughts and feelings, the world is improved. And, you know, I've, I've heard this idea that with, you know, like one Buddha or one Jesus, you know, the, the vibration of the world was shifted times, you know, like 10,000 or hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. of people that are in a lower vibrational state. And it, and it makes sense to me. It resonates that each of us, if we just focus on, on rising ourselves up, everyone else will rise up too. And again, you look at people that are leaders in the world, like a, you know, Gandhi or an Oprah or whoever, mm-hmm. Mother Teresa, and look at like what light they have brought. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. <laughs> Would you like to share a final message with us? Yeah. Podcast? Let's see. Let me just check in here. Oh, Jophiel is popping forward. So Archangel Jophiel, uh, she's the angel of beauty. <laughs> oh, and she's basically saying like, yes, you all deserve and can have beauty in your lives. And, and that means physical beauty. That means energetic beauty, beautiful thoughts, beautiful feelings. Um, not to judge yourselves for wanting that, that it's natural and that you can have it. And then she's like, oh, yeah, and, and let everyone know that I can help them with it. <laughs> so if you're struggling with negative thoughts or um, wanting to beautify any aspect of your like life, figuratively or literally, she's here. And she's just this beautiful and lovely, um, divine feminine kind of energy, Archangel Jophiel. So thank you, Jophiel. And then Michael stepping forward and just saying, you know, and if you need help with the clearing, the releasing that that's his strong suit. So there's a couple of very good high-level guides that can help you out with two aspects that go hand in hand. You know, I think the best is to release what no longer serves and then bring in that light, beautiful energy to fully elevate. (laughs) Wonderful. Thank you so much, Laura. Thank you for having me. Of course. And something that I've learned um, recently, uh, it's easier for you guys to connect to links and um, to follow people based on what I type in the show notes just in case you're listening to this while you're mm-hmm. driving. So Laura, I'm going to put um, some contact information for awesome. you there. And um, I was just on Healing Powers podcast, but you have many. So we'll post the link yes. to your website, which will link to all of them. Wonderful. And then a way to get in touch with you. And then uh, just a reminder to people who are listening, if any of these topics are something that are bringing something up for you or something that you want to just converse with other people about, we have a Facebook group called Raw Talk with Sheena, which is closed so that any private information can remain that way. But it's a great place to post questions about the podcast and to connect. And many of the healers are um, are in the group and, of course, are always welcome. So if you're interested, the group on Facebook is called Raw Talk with Sheena. And it's a great safe space. So yes. connect with us there. And, of course, if you need anything, you can always email me. Uh, Have a great and amazing week, you guys. Thank you so much, Laura. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a a delight to connect with you. (laughs) Thank you. Bye, everyone.